0: This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on The Couch Potatoes, the fall television preview continues. I'm Jeff Braun. We'll also weigh in with our first impressions of some of the season's
1: new shows.
0: Also this week, we'll tell you what's coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, digital HD, etc., streaming platforms, whatever. First, it's the news. From the couch.
1: Makes me smile. The way every year we drink to the future, whatever it may bring. Well, what else could we drink to? We're going forward to the future, not back into the past. If any, we had the choice. And with that, Downton Abbey came to an end this past spring. And as a longtime Downton fan, I'm already starting to get that itch, which I was afraid I wouldn't be able to scratch ever again. I need my period of British hoity-toity drama, Brett. But after months of trying to come to grips with the fact that Downton is no more came a trailer this week that gives me hope. A trailer for a new Netflix show called, The Crown.
0: It would help if we could decide here and now on your name. My name? Yes, ma'am. Your regnal name. And uh, that is the name you will take as queen. Let's not overcomplicate matters unnecessarily. My name is Elizabeth. And long live Queen Elizabeth.
1: Yes, The Crown is an upcoming 10-episode drama based on the early years of Queen Elizabeth II's reign. Don't you get sick of it all? And lonely? I do. Which is why it's so important to have the right person by your side. The show is from Peter Morgan, who wrote the movie The Queen, the one starring Helen Mirren. In this, Claire Foy plays the Queen. You've probably never seen her before. I know I haven't, but her IMDB page is full of credits of really terrible movies. The show will specifically cover her last years as a princess, her first years on the throne, her wedding, the beginning of her marriage to Prince Philip, as well as her relationship with Prime Minister Winston Churchill, here by John Lithgow, him you may have heard of. A lot of the drama seems like it'll be wrung from the people she deals with coming to grips with a new queen, and the queen herself coming to grips with a new, vastly different life.
0: We have a new sovereign, young, and a woman. Alice, will escort out from her. No, sir, if you don't mind, the crown takes precedence.
1: You don't think I would have preferred
0: to grow up out of the spotlight? Away from the scrutiny and the visibility Be firm, just lay down the law. I know he's Winston Churchill and all that, but remember who you are. You're the Queen of England.
1: The trailer looks terrific. I don't know how much it costs to make this show, but it does not look like they skimped. There are a lot of expensive-looking crowd scenes, old cars, even old planes. That can't be cheap. The Crown plops on Netflix November 4th you my wife or my queen? I am both and a strong man will be able to kneel to both. I
0: will not kneel before my wife. But your wife is not asking you to. But my queen commands me. Yes. I beg you make an exception for me.
1: No. Three great monarchies brought down through their failure to separate personal indulgences from duty. You must not allow yourself to make similar mistakes. The crown must win.
0: Must always win. This place is mine. My... The latest show in the dark and gritty corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now available on Netflix. Luke Cage. And if you're not able to watch the show quite yet, but have a couple of minutes to spare, check out the latest trailer released this week, which is cool. The shield of the king. Blood everywhere, none of it his. He had bullet holes in his shirt. How did he not get hit? That shotgun blast alone should have killed
1: you. You're amazing. I don't want to be different than anybody else. People need you.
0: Cops can only do so much. Luke Cage is one of the first black superheroes to appear in Marvel Comics. Played in the show by a guy named Mike Coulter, he first appeared as Cage in last year's Jessica Jones. Like the other Netflix Marvel series, this one's based in New York, specifically in Harlem. And Cage has had enough of a... Gangster nightclub owner Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes, who is in cahoots with a politician.
1: Uh, Harlem's about control. Power. Politics is where the power is. It's gangsters like me that let you hold on to what you got.
0: You never really know what anyone is capable of. This is a Marvel show, and Cage is a superhero. His power, he's strong, and pretty much indestructible.
1: There is nothing that can hurt you. So what the hell are you afraid
0: of? I Major you You a slave to a page in my rhyme book. big money, playboy, your time's up. I'm gonna
1: take his rooks.
0: His knights. His queen. Y'all got hit last night
1: near every penny i got you need to take his ass out you find his weakness and you squeeze
0: don't be a hero i'm
1: not the hero type looks to me like that's what you've always been baby Stay- I made you love you. You
0: were the first two Marvel series on Netflix have been solid Daredevil was pretty good Jessica Jones was excellent And I'm excited to get home and start plowing through season one of Luke Cage Which is now available But if you don't have time to watch it yet Watch the new trailer You want to go to war? I'll take you to war You don't have enough people
1: You think you know how the world works. You think that this material universe is all there is. But what if I told you the reality you know is one of many? Another Doctor Strange trailer came out this week, the third and probably the last before the movie opens in six weeks. If you've never heard of it, Doctor Strange is a Marvel superhero, a neurosurgeon and becomes entangled in the mystical side of things in the Marvel Universe. Benedict Cumberbatch plays the good doctor while Tilda Swinton plays his bald Yoda or whatever. And this new trailer, like the others, shows a lot of Inception-style architecture folding in on itself.
0: This doesn't make any sense.
1: Not everything has to, Dr. Strange. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality.
0: The Avengers protect the world from physical dangers. We safeguard it against all mystical threats.
1: The movie also stars Rachel McAdams, Michael Stuhlbarg, Benjamin Bratt, and Chiwetel Ejiofor, plus Hannibal, Mads Mikkelsen, and Doctor Strange. Even have an Abbott and Costello-esque conversation about the doctor's name. Doctor Strange comes out November 4th die protecting this world, Mister Doctor.
0: Mister Doctor, it's strange. Maybe who am I to judge? More news from The Couch up next. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. Continuing now with our news from The Couch. That was awesome. I mean, it was terrible, but it was awesome.
1: That about sums up my conflicted feelings of the show Supergirl from last year. I watched about half the season, and while there were things I liked, there were a lot more things that I either didn't like or just didn't interest me, so I gassed it from my schedule, just like CBS did. The show will now be on the CW stateside, and in Canada, I think it's moving to Showcase. Is that right, Brett? Uh, That's an ad I saw. Maybe it's on both Showcase and Global. Who I don't knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I watch it on the CW, so...
1: You'll find it. And yeah. the trailer for Season 2 that just came out introduces a new character this year, and a big one. I've dreamt of this moment. Both of us do you not? You didn't tell me that you know Clark Kent. I'm with her. I yeah. have anything in my teeth? Oh, your cousin's one's
0: terrific. Enough.
1: Yep, Clark Kent, and of course, obviously, Superman. He's played in the show by Tyler Hoechlin, whose name I can't pronounce, and who you may remember but probably not from that Teen Wolf TV show, or Seventh Heaven, now he's Superman. This is my cousin, Superman. I have a million questions. How, How do you shave? Breathe. In order to live, we must keep daring.
0: We're moving back to Gotham.
1: The trailer is pretty explicit in making it clear that Superman will not be upstaging Supergirl in the show. He only gets the one line, and he says, "I'm with her." Presumably, he'll talk more in the episodes, but it's still Melissa Benoist's show. Supergirl returns October 10th. It doesn't bother you that
0: I got top
1: credit on this one, does it? Not even a little bit.
0: Just did a quick check. It looks like Supergirl Season 2 is going to be on Showcase. It was on Global uh, last year. And I'm just checking, double-checking right now because it looks like Global TV still has a Supergirl... Page, uh, but it's talking just about season one, and yet there it is, season two on Showcase. Boom! All right, took us a bit longer to solve that, uh, <laughs> Rutil, than it probably should have. It's almost something that I might have looked up ahead of time before that, we got on the air today. Well, why would we do that? <laughs> hey, I heard some news this week that led me to believe the four horsemen of the apocalypse are saddling up. Does that sound effect creepy you out, Jeff? No, I like that one. Oh, good. That one's cool. I thought it might be scary. Uh, hey, the news might scare you because Uh-oh. Lionsgate looks like they're maybe getting ready for more sequels for Twilight. I know what you are. You're impossibly fast. And strong.
1: Your skin is pale white and ice cold
0: are you afraid
1: i'm only afraid of losing you
0: the twilight series of films of which there were five were based on a series of four books from stephanie meyer about a teenage girl who falls in love with a vampire the teenage rom vamp books and movies were hugely successful the final movie breaking dawn part two for example raked in 829.7 million dollars worldwide But despite the commercial success, the movies were never hits with critics. The second one, New Moon, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This is the last time you'll ever see me. Please just promise me you won't do anything reckless. It's like a huge hole has been punched through my chest. Oh, would you please shut up? I will admit, though, I really didn't mind the first one. And the third one, Eclipse, now that I think of it. And I really kind of dug. I'm I'm embarrassed to admit that I actually really liked the last one, Breaking Dawn Part 2. At least parts of it. It had this huge, big battle scene at the end, and it had a nice twist ending.
1: After 18 years of being utterly ordinary, I finally felt I could shine. I was born to be a vampire.
0: Also, trivia nugget, Mr. Robot star Rami Malek was in that final Twilight movie as Benjamin. I'd like to hear about it.
1: never get to meet any of Almond's friends.
0: He likes to keep me hidden. can't imagine why. Now the reason Lionsgate is talking about this, they've had a hard time launching a franchise beyond Twilight and The Hunger Games, Ender's Game, Warm Bodies, Gods of Egypt, The Last Witch Hunter, they've all failed. Even the Divergent series has been a disappointment. It's had moderate success, but not enough success to continue the movies in theaters. They're actually punting it to TV. So here's the rub. Lionsgate co-chairman Patrick Waxberger says more Twilight movies are just a possibility at the moment, saying, quote, it's about Stephanie. If she wants to tell a story related to those characters, we're here for her. But just last year, she released a novel called Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined, which was a gender-swapped version of the first book. So it looks like Meyer isn't done with Twilight just yet either. No measure of time with you would be long enough. But we'll start with forever. That is the news from the couch. Up next, we'll tell you what's new on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Doesn't it ever wake you up in the middle of the night? The feeling that someday they'll come for you and your children. I feel a great swell of pity for the poor soul that comes to my school looking for trouble. Gary Jeff. Yeah.
1: Talk about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> it's the couch potatoes. What was that, Jeff? Metallica, the four horsemen from their debut album <laughs> Kill 'em all. A song featured prominently in the feature film X-Men Apocalypse, which comes out on DVD and Blu-ray on Tuesday.
0: Also out this upcoming week, I see lots of TV stuff, American Horror Story Hotel. Is coming. Uh, the current season six is on. I think this is going to be episode three this week. Oh no, episode four coming up this week. Pardon me. Uh, Banshee, the complete fourth season. I binged through that series this year. Love it. Constantine, the complete series. You watch that one? I did. It was only on for one season. There so you. Penny
1: Dreadful, the final season. You watch
0: that? I did, and I was disappointed.
1: And Vikings, season four, volume one. You are you all cut up in your Vikings? I am. And another TV show, Preacher. I don't think you watch that
0: one. I did watch Preacher. I oh, did. Yeah. There I was you go. Weird. Uh, so, everything Brett watched on TV last year comes on DVD <laughs> this apparently. week. Apparently. <laughs> uh, the Purge, election year, is now available on Blu-ray and DVD. I think it came out on digital HD yeah. a couple weeks back. Swiss Army Man was
1: apparently a very inventive movie starring a uh, young Harry Potter. Not so young anymore. He, he's That's the one where he just plays a corpse. So. Yeah. It's a what they call weekend at Bernie's kind of situation. And Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens, pass. You don't want to watch the pass. No, three was enough. I'm done with that for sure.
0: Okay. (laughs) Up next on the couch potatoes, we're going to talk a little bit about The shows that we have watched so far, some of the new shows that we have watched as the fall season begins to roll out, and then we'll do more fall TV preview stuff. You are listening to The Couch Potatoes.
1: Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're going to preview some more of the upcoming shows in a little bit, but for now we're going to take a look at some of the new shows we've already watched, and we'll start with Pitch.
0: For the first time in history, a woman taking the mound in a Major League Baseball game. You're bigger than the game right now, Rookie. You're early. You need to work harder than everyone else. How about we all start working as hard as her?
1: It's an interesting pilot, the pitch pilot. It had a few more layers than I was actually expecting. It starts with Ginny Baker waking up in a hotel and making her way to the ballpark, where she'll be the starting pitcher for the San Diego Padres, the first woman to play in the majors. She has a publicist, played by Allie Larder, who wants to make the most of the situation. Ginny Baker, of course, is the talk of the country, breaking the glass ceiling and all that. Larder wants to capitalize on it. Baker just wants to play baseball. We meet some of the other players as well. One's an old friend of Baker's from the minors. One's his disgruntled young punk who's been benched so bakers can pitch and he's not impressed with that and the captain of the team a few years past his prime catcher played by mark paul gosseler That was a pleasant surprise, because I didn't even know he was in this show. He's a little heavier and has a thick beard, so maybe I just didn't recognize him in the promos. Or I knew he was in it, but forgot. That happens to me sometimes. Anyways, I was glad to see him. I know he takes a lot of flack because he was Zach on Saved by the Bell, but he was great as Sipowitz's last partner the last couple of seasons of NYPD Blue. He's not sure about Baker, but wouldn't you know it, she grows on him. He's also a lot of the comic relief in the show. Uh, Bob Balaban plays the owner of the team. He has dollar signs in his eyes because of all the extra attention the dad from the wonder years is a manager of the team and he's exactly as you would expect so there's a lot going on with all that but then the show also has the personal life of jenny baker to deal with mostly her relationship with her father at least in the pilot he drove her hard to get to the big leagues some of it's felt sort of like pretty boilerplate stuff about a sports parent trying to live vicariously through their kid but then it takes an unexpected term and it brings it up to a higher level And, of course, there's the baseball of it all. I said this last week. uh, I wonder how much baseball they'll show on a weekly basis. Filling a stadium or even a section of a stadium with extras is a tall order for a weekly TV show. But I don't know. Maybe it's easier now with CGI. And clearly they have the permission of Major League Baseball, the Padres, and Fox Sports to use any footage they want. Um, it It looks great in the pilot. Usually a lot more work goes into the pilot than subsequent episodes, though. But if the whole episode took place in the locker room, you know, it would be so much easier for them to make. So we'll see going forward how they deal with the baseball. But uh, that they have the Major League Baseball cooperation is great. And if they had to do the show with like fake TV names for the league and the teams, I don't think it would land as hard as it does using authentic Major League teams. And because it's on Fox, like I said, they have access to Joe Buck and the other Fox Sports commentators, which only adds to the authenticity. So Pitch had a good pilot. I'll keep watching that for a while, for sure. Another show I was pleasantly surprised with was Lethal Weapon. You've been on the job 25 years, not a neck on you. Yeah. You give partner with Riggs three days. You crashed two cars and nearly got yourself killed. You ever feel like you made the wrong career choice? Yeah, the day I met you. Not a lot of critics gushing over Lethal Weapon. Most say it's a good enough cop action show, but doesn't compare to the old movies, especially the first one starring Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I didn't mind. Because I'm not even sure I've seen those movies. If I did, I was a kid, and I have no recollection of it, so I sort of went in with a clean slate. The odd couple caught pairing here has the straight-laced older with a lot to lose, Damon Wayans, and the wild-card young buck with nothing to lose, played by Clayne Crawford. Their are Riggs and Murtaugh. I forget which name goes with which guy, because I don't think I've seen the movies.
0: I think Murtaugh
1: is Wayans. Okay, we'll go with that. It'll take me a year or two to get used to it. Wayne's character, Murtaugh, just turned 50 and is returning to his police job after having heart surgery. He's a little delicate. He's not really looking for any excitement. Crawford transfers to his department in the LAPD. He comes from Texas, where his pregnant wife has recently died, so... The distraught and grieving Crawford is on this path of self-destruction. He doesn't care if he dies. So, of course, they get partnered together. They saw the case in the first episode there. There's quite a bit of action, a couple of gnarly chases and shootouts, but nothing really spectacular. Serviceable, sure, but nothing right home about. But the thing that the show really does have going for it is the guys of great chemistry together, which is all that really matters in a show like this. I've always loved Damon Wayans. He's one of those guys who's just naturally funny, has this twinkle and energy about him that just gets you on board. And like I said, since I didn't have expectations because of the source material, I don't care if it strays or whatever. I just want an entertaining cop show, and I don't really have a cop show right now, so I think I might be in for this for a while. Hopefully it stays pretty good. And the other one I saw this week is called This Is Us. <laughs> Good things are gonna happen here today. Do you know it, baby? I know it. 36 years ago, you left me at the fire station, and I turned out pretty all right.
0: Watch me when you 36, we're deep in the threes. Yep. How did we get here?
1: I've seen the pilot, but not the second episode of This Is Us, and it's the sort of show you can't really get into without giving stuff away that would much be better or much would be much better discovered by you watching it than hearing it from me. It's more or less a family drama. It's got interesting characters and a lot of real earned emotion. I got choked up several times during the pilot. There are also a lot of laughs, and Gerald McRannies, one of the Simons from the show Simon and Simon in the eighties, the one who sort of looks like Alan Jackson, he gives an Emmy worthy speech in the pilot so he's a great addition to the show suffice to say it is the best new show i've seen so far and even though the events of the pilot sort of blow some things up going forward the second episode is apparently even better so i am all in on this is us i highly recommend it and it's uh,
0: been picked up for a full season now so there's that all right, up next, more fall preview stuff. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett, he's Jeff, we are The Couch Potatoes. Time to continue now with our fall TV preview. We have been looking at all the new and returning shows for the past few weeks, so now let's look at what is coming your way over the next seven days. Starting on Sunday, October 2nd, there is this. In the age of YouTube, I don't know how America's Funniest Home Videos has made it to season 27 on ABC, but there you go. It's back this weekend. Two returning shows on CBS and Global, starting with season 3 of Madam Secretary. Sunday, October 2nd, Madam Secretary returns. we're going to make history, let's make the good kind.
1: Season premieres CBS Sunday, October
0: 2nd. And global, and moving to Sundays from Thursdays, season 5 of the Sherlock Holmes show Elementary.
1: CBS Sunday, October 2nd, on the season
0: premiere of Elementary. He's not driven by revenge, just has a passion for making things go bang. A new case. What if this is just about headlines? So, so intriguing. He has a partner. So baffling. Come for the shopping, stay for the fiery death. So deadly.
1: Only Holmes and Watson could solve it. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. The Elementary season premiere, CBS Sunday, October 2nd.
0: Despite how corny that promo was, I love this show and I love the theme song. Still on Sunday, October 2nd, debuting on HBO, Westworld. In the beginning, this place was pure creation. I designed every inch of it. Every blade of grass. It's not a theme park but an entire world. In here, we create life itself. Westworld is based on the 1973 film of the same name about a futuristic theme park where things maybe go a little bit wrong. Also, on Sunday, season seven kicks off for Shameless. Anyone try to find me when I was in the ICU for a month? We were kind of hoping you were dead. We had not talked about what happened at your wedding day at all. Because there's nothing to talk about. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink before seven. don't drink on an empty stomach. He's starting to remind me of him. Do you think Frank in his own way is kind of like a good dad? Oh, it's of a cross. No. That's on the movie network. Hail, it hails from Showtime in the U.S. Finally, from the Stars Network, airing on Super Channel in Canada, season two of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I've putting an end to this horse, Bucky, once and for all. Whatever happened in this town seems to really haunt him.
1: Ash, I had to summon you. Help me retrieve the book and send them back to hell.
0: Oh, you need my help. Here's what I need.
1: I need to be back in Jacksonville on my second keg of beer, putting my spicy into a mother-daughter sandwich. Part of me is already regretting
0: calling you here.
1: Get used to that feeling.
0: Moving to Monday, October 3rd, there's a new show debuting on Global and NBC called Timeless, and it's about time travel. Everybody get down to the ground! This guy went
1: back in time to rewrite history, and we have to stop him. May 6, 1937. That's the
0: Hindenburg. It's gonna blow! Majestic airship lands. That's not supposed to happen, right?
1: This could change the present in ways we can't possibly predict. It is my job to make sure there is no mess.
0: Who are you? Well, we're we're actually- This is Dr. Dre. I'm Nurse Jackie. We're from General Hospital. Season three of Scorpion kicks off on CBS. We got a problem. All of our aircraft are nuclear silos, all under hacker control. Best tech minds in government couldn't crack it.
1: Uh, we are the best tech minds in the government. You're being smart with me.
0: Actually, we're smart with everybody. Cause they're geniuses and they help the government solve really tough crimes. There's a new show on ABC starring Haley Atwell, who previously starred in two seasons of Agent Carter, reprising her role of Peggy Carter from the Marvel movies. She was excellent in that, and her new show is called Conviction. Got a Gentlemen, the director of the new Citywide Conviction Integrity Unit, Hayes Morrison. You get five days. For each case? What the hell is all this? You got a team. Possible cases.
1: gonna get me out. Looks like we have a suspect. Conviction, a new crime
0: drama. Mondays this fall. We fight the power to stick it to the man. See. For whatever reason, she's had to drop her charming British accent, which I think is stupid. But Hayley Atwell is a wonderful actress, so I think I might have to check this one out. Moving to Tuesday, October 4th, a couple of shows on the CW, starting with a season three debut of The Flash. Where are we? Motorcar Diner in Central City? No, I meant what year? Your original life, your friends, your family will fade away. We're something else to each other, aren't we? I don't know you, String Beat. I went back in time. Created A whole new existence. See, there's a timeline out there where I'm not rich. That's a glitch in the universe.
1: The Flash, season premiere Tuesday, October 4th on The CW.
0: The second show on The CW on Tuesday is called, it's a new one, called No Tomorrow.
1: Evie Marie Callahan, will you
0: be my wife? That was such a surprise. Can I, just let me get back to you. You're in your 30s. Your eggs are basically cooked. It's like a three-day-old quiche in there. I'm on here with an X. Your life is so much fun. I've got to live life while I can. What does that mean? Humankind only has eight months and 12 days left on Earth. I'm sorry, what was that? Yep, the world's going to blow up, according to this guy. Moving to Wednesday, October 5th, another couple of CW shows, starting with season five of Arrow and... There's a TV show based on a movie from the year 2000, which starred Jim Caviezel and Dennis Quaid called Frequency. I never told you about my father. They found his body in the East River two days after my eighth birthday. Some said his death was a tragedy. Others said he got exactly what he deserved. Last night. This is WQ2YV. Hello? I spoke to him. The premise of that movie, Jim Caviezel's dad is long dead. One day he fires up his dad's old ham radio and for whatever reason, he's able to communicate through time with his father on the other end. So that's the premise of the TV show as well. But the Caviezel character, or the Caviezel character is now played by a woman, Peyton List, who's been in a bunch of CW shows. And... You know, I'm not entirely sure what led the CW to pick that up as a TV show, but I really like the movie, so I'm certainly intrigued by this. And then finally, on Friday, October 7th, the second half of the first season of a Netflix series called The Ranch. Up next, a couple of quick thoughts on some of the new shows that I have watched so far this new fall season. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. You've already heard some of Jeff's thoughts on the new fall season. I don't have a whole lot of time here, but I'm going to give you some quick thoughts on a couple of shows that I have watched, starting with Designated Survivor. Yeah. What's a designated survivor? This is the ABC show starring Kiefer Sutherland, where he plays a sort of low-level cabinet minister who ends up being the president of the United States after the Capitol is attacked during the State of the Union, wiping out pretty much the entire government, except for him, because he was kept aside to be the designated survivor to ensure that the government continues. I enjoyed it. It's kind of weird seeing Kiefer Sutherland not as Jack Bauer, which makes me feel bad to even think that, because he's a great actor and no matter what he does, but he was just so good as Jack Bauer so this has been interesting I kind of like it I think I'm going to keep going there are a lot of plot threads the only fear that I have is I don't see how they can sustain this into a full series beyond at least the very first season second up I and I'm going to have to talk a little bit more about this next week uh, or in the weeks to come I was really mad when I found out that Fox was doing this show, but I ended up being pleasantly surprised by Fox's adaptation of The Exorcist. I am not a crazy person. I'm not saying you're crazy. There is something inside my house. It's a demon. I don't know what to tell you. I thought it would be bad. I really liked the opening episode of The Exorcist, which airs Fridays on Fox. I think that there is potential here for a really good, at least one good season of television. Beyond that, I'm not so sure, but I'm going to keep watching. That's all the time we have. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.